Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago. Actually, it's 3.02 p.m. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late today, but it's time for another a live stream. It is, hold on, I feel really loud today. Sorry about that. Let's turn, oh, there, that's, that's more like it. That's more normal. All right, sorry, I was in a rush. Uh, but it is Saturday, February, oh, Sunday. Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day 2021. Hopefully you guys are having a good Valentine's Day. My girls are pretty excited about Valentine's Day. Everything is definitely decorated for Valentine's Day. My daughter set up almost like a Valentine's Day like carnival in the house. There is a uh, Valentine's Day gift shop, a Valentine's Day um, craft making station, and then a Valentine's Day hugging booth. So if you wanted a hug, you can get the hug for Valentine's Day. So it was really nice. It was a great way to, well, not wake up, but like to come back from my run because I was super cold. For my run today, another sub-zero day. I, th there's been too many sub-zero days. I'm getting <laughs> very tired of it. And that's why I'm running a little bit late today. I ended up taking a little bit of a nap, falling asleep on the couch for a little bit. And then I was up in time, but like I was a little groggy from the nap, so I just got going a little bit slower. So that's why I'm running a little bit late. Sorry about that, everybody. My apologies. But I'm glad, so glad to have you guys here. Everyone listening on the podcast, on the audio version, hopefully you're having a good run today and hopefully it's not nearly as cold where you are as it was for me this morning. And for everyone watching on this YouTube later, not live, welcome to you guys as well. All right, let's see who we got here today. We got Steven Gersdorf as, who is here and uh, Jim Theo says, I'm going to bed in a few. It's 10 p.m. there. Yeah, I mean, I love it that people are watching from all sorts of different time zones and uh, so we're getting different uh, perspectives uh, I don't know that I would, I, I don't know. Maybe this would be good for me to do this later in the evening. Cause like I always try to, you know, maximize my day and I feel like towards the end of the evening, I'm usually not so productive in terms of getting like things done, but sitting down for a live stream, I think I could probably do pretty well. Although on the other hand, I think I'd be so tired. I wouldn't be very chatty. So I don't know if it would be good. So I think the 3 PM is good for me. Orrin McGowan is here, says, hey, what's going on, Orrin? And CV76 says, yo, what's going on? All right, John Koulianos, coming in with a running question today, says, what's going on, John? Says, what's a good 50-minute tempo workout? Um, yeah, I think that if you want, I mean, the uh, temp, tempo and workout are kind of like two vague terms um, in terms of what people mean by it. For me, when I hear tempo, I, I think threshold, uh, the pace that you could hold, if you were racing like flat out, not flat out, but racing, you could hold that for like anywhere between 40 minutes and 60 minutes. So that's kind of like threshold pace for me. So like not a pace yet you could run for 40 to 60 minutes, but if it was a race day, like at the end of that, you'd be wiped out. You'd be like, legs are dead. There's no energy left in them. I could, you know, you couldn't make me run anymore after that. So it's a, it's a relatively rigorous pace. When people say comfortably hard, I don't think that's right. Uh, but maybe I'm doing my tempo tempo workouts wrong. But that's what my understanding of what threshold is. And so for a 50-minute tempo workout, you know, if you're looking for a 50 minutes of threshold time, that's a, that's a big workout. That's a lot. And I'd probably look to do it in like four bouts of 12 and a half. 12 and a half minutes of threshold work, two and a half to three minutes rest in between, if that's what you're doing. That's a, that's a big day. That's a lot of work. But if you're looking for a 50 minute workout with tempo in it, the other way to look at it would be, so like let's do a 10 minute warm up, 10 minute cool down, and you're looking at 30 minutes of time in the middle. 
then I could I wouldn't do 30 minutes of tempo work. That's going to be pretty rigorous as well. I would look at maybe, um, you know, eight minutes or seven minutes on, two and a half to three minutes off to fill up that 30 minutes and do that three times. Or you could do 10 times, two minutes on, one minute off if you're looking for a little bit more of like a fart-like type workout or like two and a half. Yeah, two, two minutes on, one minute off. I think two and a half to 30 seconds would be a little bit too short of recovery. But I think that's kind of like the way I would look at it is figure out how much – I look at it more as not how much is the total workout going to be. I look at it as how much threshold time do I want to have built in. And for me right now with my level of fitness, right now I'm, lo I'm looking at an 8K as well rather than training for a marathon. So my threshold uh, time for a workout is looking a little bit different. Right now, the Jack Daniels plan that I'm on, my threshold day, I did five by mile of threshold work. So, you know, that's like about 30, well, the way Jack Daniels writes the program, it should have been about 30 minutes of total work. So that's kind of the other way to, to look at it. All right, running on empty is coming in from a rainy North Carolina. What's going on? CB76 says Jack Daniels and tosses up a glass. I think maybe that's going to be the new... Maybe that Jack Daniels will be the new word of the day. Start. We'll start that tomorrow. We'll, we'll start that tomorrow. For uh, new word of the day will be Jack Daniels. All right. Or McGowan says, oh, where'd it go? Or McGowan says, thinking, thinking of picking up the Adidas RC2s. Are they any good? Um, I think the RC2s are interesting because I basically, it's kind of like a race version of the SL20. I think it's like a millimeter or two lower in stack height, but otherwise set up as pretty much the same shoe. And the upper is more of a racing upper rather than like a like a football cleat. I think you guys call it football over there. We would call it a soccer. It feels like a soccer cleat to me. The upper on the SL20, the RC2 has more of like a racing shoe or a, a running shoe type of other upper. The thing is, unless you need it now, I may hold off because I feel like Adidas in 2021 is revamping the entire entire line. And, um, I mean, I don't know about the RC2, what's going to be coming from there, but, like, the Boston 9, from the images that I've seen so far, the Boston 9, the Adios, um, are all going to be very different. There's going to be the Adios Pro, the Adios Pro X, or some something else, some other variant of the Adios Pro. I haven't seen anything or heard anything about the Adizero Adios Pro. So, it'll be interesting to see what Adidas is doing. But, if you're looking for, like, a pretty stripped-down racer, that's a little bit more of the old school feel to it. Then I think that the and you need it now. I think the RC2 would be pretty interesting, especially if you would like the SL20. Otherwise, the SL20 is pretty cool too. All right, Bowster says, "Can you shout out my brother Thomas, please? He loves your channel. What's going on, Thomas? Where is Thomas? Thomas should be here listening too. Then Thomas can be like, "Yo, I love the channel. Can you shout me out?" And I'll say hi to Thomas. But I'll say hi to Bowster. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll say hi to Bowster and Bowster's brother, Thomas. Welcome, everybody. All right. Affluent Journey says, thanks to Kofuzi, SJ, and others. Did my first half marathon today. Awesome. Good job, AJ. I don't know if your initials are AJ, but I'll call you AJ because it's Affluent Journeys. Oh, how'd it go? You got to let us know. You, gotta, you can't leave us with a cliffhanger. How did it feel? All right. Um, Servando Briggs says, I'm seeing the Kinvara 11s for 80 bucks. Are they good for easy runs? I like them for easy runs. They're a little bit on the thinner side, not minimalist, but lower stack height of a shoe. So like if you liked other shoes, like the uh, it, other shoes, it kind of reminds me of are like the Reebok float ride. It reminds me of a little bit of the, um, 
the Atreyu, the base model. So like those are other kind of like lower stack height shoes that are have pretty good road feel, are pretty good at absorbing impact, but not plush, but also good for a lot of just daily training, easy miles. All right, Carlos is back. Says, hi, everyone. Haven't been in a while. So glad to be here. Well, we're so glad to have you back, Carlos. Good to see you again. Gustavo Roman Jr. says, any thoughts on the New Balance Rebel version 2? Um, there's a lot of hype coming out from it. Not from New Balance, but from reviewers. So people are very excited about the shoe, it seems. And uh, it's very infectious. I liked the Rebel 1 a lot. It just came out, I think I got it at a weird time where it just didn't. I didn't get a lot of chance to run in it. I had it when we were down in Guttenberg in Iowa, where I was running on a lot of dirt roads and very hilly dirt roads. And it's not really a hilly dirt road kind of shoe. So it just didn't work out for me then. And by then, you know, by the time we then were from Guttenberg over to, to New Vienna, things are still a little bit hilly, but a lot of dirt roads still. So like I never really had a lot of time to really enjoy it. But I, I'm definitely going to pick up the version two. And I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. Because there's been some interesting comparisons people are making so far. So I try not to read too much of that, but it just kind of has already seeped in. Sometimes it sneaks in. And definitely it sounds like it's going to be a pretty good shoe. Um, Dr. Dr. Nader says, have you ever used Runal and Runalyze to track your progress? It takes Strava data and presents it in a really cool way. I'm not sure that I have. I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. All right. Jim Theo 2 says, I can't wait for some of the rumored lower stack Zoomex shoes from Nike. In the meantime, the Sockney Freedom 4 might be nice. Yeah, I saw a lot of images of that Zoom something. It's supposed to be like no, like like a, a next percent, but without the carbon plate and lower to the ground. Kind of, I'm thinking, it sounds to me like a Zoom Street, but like with Zoomex rather than Phylon. So it looked interesting. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to try it, but it might be like one of the first like Nike shoes that we've seen in a while, as far as the racers go, but where it's like, mm, this isn't a marathon shoe and that's okay. Cause it's not supposed to be. Cause I feel like all the Nike, Nike shoes have been more like, yeah, you can run a half marathon. You can run a full marathon. If you're an Ingebrigtsen, you can break a national record and a 5k in it. You know, like people have been running all sorts of distances with all of the Zoomax carbon shoes. And having and seeing a lot of success in them, but like what I've seen in other brands, carbon-plated shoes is like not a lot of them are seem to be geared for. And I think I use the word geared intentionally. They don't just seem to be tuned quite for the marathon, but a lot of them are for the half marathon. But it'll be interesting to see how Nike approaches that, and it'll then be interesting to see like how like at least the elites pick between Alpha Fly, Next Percent, and this other. I forget the name of the new one, but yeah, and the Freedom Four. It looks great, and it seems like again from like the early stuff that I've heard, is that uh, it seems to have a little bit more focus. The freedom has been a little bit kind of like, we made a shoe, we'll see what you guys think of it. You know, that's kind of been the approach. I feel like this time they were like, here's what we're trying to accomplish with the shoe, and I feel like that like makes it make a little bit more sense because it's more purpose built rather than just like. We'll try messing around with the upper and then making the foam a little bit something and then, you know, see what we'll get. So there. It's going to be an exciting time. I mean, it's hard for me right now. Right now I'm in the point where I'm so fatigued by all this cold weather and how much cold weather we've been having 
um, that I'm like, it's never going to get warm. It's just going to be, it's just going to feel like this for the next like three, four months. It's just going to be so cold. And it very, it very well may be. It could be one of those springs that just takes forever to get started. I feel like last spring took forever to get started. But right now I'm like a, li a little bit kind of worried, I guess is the right word. Worried that like for this virtual race that I have coming up, the Shamrock Shuffle 8K, I'm like, I don't really want to race a virtual 8K in like five degree Fahrenheit weather. I just don't. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't, I'm not going to be able to mentally get into the right space for that. And uh, I'm already like, how am I going to deal with the disappointment of that slower time? I'm like already get, getting ready for it. And I know I got to work on that and get get that out of my mind. But getting some warmer temperatures would help. But looking at the forecast, it's not, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good. Um, like tomorrow, we're supposed to get another several inches of snow and tomorrow was supposed to tomorrow was the day that I was really looking forward to on the calendar on my on my on my training plan tomorrow's long run is uh a mile warm up 10 moderate miles and then six strides that's now that's a fun workout that should be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to it but the temperature i think is scheduled to be 5 degrees fahrenheit and snowing and while that'll be fun to run in it's going to be difficult to do that workout in so it's just been really draining on me and i guess maybe i can move the workout to tuesday but tuesday isn't a much better day so it's just like i, I I'm, I'm in a funk a little bit because of this weather i don't know i think a lot of people are getting there or already there in terms of the weather all right chris dyke said first snow run yesterday found it very difficult to run with within a power range consistently yeah yeah you know what, Krista, what I've been doing, um, just because it's been so cold here, is I, um, and I want to just keep my watch covered because I just don't want that part of my wrist to be exposed to the elements. You know, I know what kind of like, my I set up the, the workout on the watch so that it'll automatically like click over to the next spot and I can use like a series, it'll like buzz me when it's time for me to go to the next thing. And I can, you know, peek and see like how much more time do I have or how much more distance do I have till the next like phase of the workout. But for the most part, I've just been like, all right, I know I got to do this next mile at threshold pace. So I'm just going to go by feel and I don't care what the power is because like, I mean, if, when, when conditions are slippery, it just messes with your traction. It messes with your push off. And I just feel like I don't, I don't want to deal with that. You know, I get, I'm kind of disappointed with the numbers later, but then I'm just like, I don't want to be disappointed with it in the workout and later, maybe just we'll eliminate it to just one disappointment. So that's kind of what I've been doing. I like when I'm doing strides, 200s, 400s, I kind of know what's the intensity supposed to feel like, and I'm running whatever that is. And, um, yeah. What I find is I, I'm at least consistent in terms of like pacing and power output. So I'm, what I feel like I'm doing, I'm actually doing it kind of the same. It doesn't always match what I'm hoping for. So like, I feel like, you know, maybe I could get more performance or like more productivity out of myself if I were constantly looking at the watch and trying to get that power number down. But like, I, I mean, today's run, for example, like I kept fiddling with my buff and it's all like wet slash frozen because it was so cold out and if I lifted it up too high it would catch my eyelash and then like stick to my eyelash and it'd be frozen so I can't like see half the time I'm out there and it's just 
I'm trying. I'm just trying to be like more gentle to myself and be like, I got out there and I ran hard. That's kind of, that's kind of enough. So like, I've been not worrying too much about power ranges right now, which again makes it hard to like, feel like am I training right for this AK? So I don't know. <laughs> Scotty B says, I look at watch way less than negative 36. Just go, yeah, yeah. I mean today, today I was um I was out there for an hour and 13 minutes. I think was my run. And that was probably about 13 minutes too long because at about the hour mark, my buff froze and it just wouldn't stay up no matter what I did. So it came down. And so now my whole face, not my hat area, but my whole face is exposed. And I felt like I was getting wind burned and skin damage from the cold. And I was just struggling. And then after a while, I didn't even notice it anymore. So I'm like, all right. So face is numb. That's one thing that's going on. And I was just like, I, this run should have ended a long time ago. I made a little bit of a mistake. I should have cut it short. But... You know, I got in the miles, but it was rigorous. It was tough. And then I needed to take a nap today, so it was not my goal of having an easy day today, not quite objective fulfilled. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Dara Singh said, done a 10K yesterday at Uphill. Very tiring. Please give my niece, Tia Preet, a shout out. What's going on, Tia Preet? How you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Um... Yeah, Chris says, yeah, the Garmin buzzes when it's out of prescribed range, and it will continue if you don't adjust. It's good, but it can be annoying. Yeah, you know, the um, the Polar, can you can set it to being in the right heart rate range or in the right, I think you can set it for pace ranges. But it, you can't set it for like a, you can set it for, I'm not sure if you can set it as precise as like mile pace and like marathon pace or threshold pace. So it's different kinds of like ranges. So like I don't find those ranges very useful. I do, I, I mean, I, so I usually set it either to nothing as far as like beeping for ranges or for heart rate. So, um, so that's something it, it, it can do. I, I really wish I could set it for a power range. That would be something that would be really helpful for me. Harry Hughes says, did you see Ben Park's latest video when he got injured doing 1K repeats? It's been negative four to one, negative one degrees in the UK. And how much do you think weather plays a part in injuries? I did see that video and it's very distressing, you know, to see that because I felt like he was feeling really good um coming back off that the the ankle surgery and it was the same it was the same side as where his ankle is right if i'm remembering it correctly in terms of his calf i think he explained where he thinks it is i didn't see that follow-up video on that but i'm wondering if it's like you know maybe some weakness that's developed in that calf and now it's catching up you know to his workouts and so maybe like the other like 95 percent of his body is more fit than that one five percent so maybe that's what it is just conjecture i don't i don't know what he actually thinks it is or if he's gotten any uh, com medical confirmation from it but um I, I would if it's the same site i would say that's probably more what it is but um other than that i do think that like it, the weather can have a part in injury um no matter like how warm you are so like that could be it i think for someone like me it probably doesn't make as big a difference the bigger risk of injury for me wouldn't be so much cold temperatures it would be like slipping, you know, like just not having good traction. Like maybe my leg like slips out a little bit and, or does something funny on the push off that at my kind of pace and my level, but at Ben's level, it can certainly make bigger difference because you know, he's at, he's getting much more like performance out of his muscles, um, than I am, you know? So I, I think it, I think it could be, part of it but i wouldn't i wouldn't say it like you know the temperatures that you guys have had over there in the uk that i'd be like no nah, you can't do a workout at the temperature 
but you know, I don't, I don't remember how it looked like it wasn't dry where he was, but it didn't look wet either. So I don't know if that had a part to it either. All right. Carlos says I ran in the peg trail two on Friday so far. I like it. I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the peg trail too. It's just been really, it's been like the perfect, like Chicago winter running shoe. I mean, take the word trail out of it. And I, you know, I don't, I don't care if it's trail quote unquote with a capital T or a lowercase T, you know, but for me, it's been great because some most of the time I'm on pavement, but sometimes it's snow covered and sometimes I'm on snowpack and sometimes I'm on stuff that's less stable than snowpack. So for the variety of things that I might encounter, it lets me go kind of like wherever I sh- sh- need to be going. Um, and today's run got me to the 100 mile mark. So a follow up video will be coming on that soon. A couple days. Uh, David Lidstone's here. What's going on, David? Good to see you. Max Palsy says, Guten Tag. Hello, Max. How are you? Um, all right. Scott says, hi, everybody. Glad I saw that it was time to join. Awesome. Good to see you again, Scott. Stevie 76 says, the running hazard of falling branches from snow and ice? Question mark. Texas governor lost use of his legs when a tree branch fell on him while running. Is that true? That seems like a very, like a fluke accident. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, hmm. That's bizarre. When I met Rahm Emanuel, who was the mayor of Chicago for a time, um, he has lost part of his, uh, I think it's his right ring finger, like from like the middle knuckle down. I forget. He's a, he explains it. Whenever he speaks in front of children, he always explains it to them because when he waves, the kids notice it, you know? I forget why, but when you shook it, when you shake his hand, um, you notice it. It's kind of like, oh, that's strange. There's, it doesn't feel quite like a normal handshake. But yeah, I don't think it was. It wasn't a running injury. I want to say it was some sort of farm equipment or some sort of equipment injury, like machinery. Um, Jeff Elliott said, I had mid 30s and rain and a solid four of my 12 miles were in a really consistent cold headwind. Ah, oh, that that sounds. I mean, mid 30s and rain. I just don't. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. That's one of like when I see that in the forecast, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can move stuff around in my day and I can run in the afternoon if that's possible. Like that, I'll I will move move things around for mid 30s and rain. For temperatures, I'm like it's gonna be cold, whatever. But for for mid 30s and rain, ah, oh, so. Get on you, Jeff. Because I feel like the thing is, not only do I just not like mid-30s in rain, but I feel like um, I just feel like I get sick like every time I do that. And so like I'm just so nervous that I'm like, if I do this, it's going to put me out of commission for like two weeks. Because I might still be able to run, but I'm just going to feel terrible for two weeks afterwards. That's kind of how I feel. And maybe that's just, you know, I'm overreacting to it, but yeah, I just don't like I just don't like it. Carm1200 says about Rob, he said, he cut it off at Arby slicing meat. I don't know if you're joking or not. No, I'm going to have to Google that now. I'll follow up with you guys. But I, I can't tell if you're joking, but it, it, could, it, could, be, it could be right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Scott says, there's a fight, falling icicle warning today in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, Chicago always has falling ice warnings. Like all the buildings downtown they have like like sandwich signs like those placard signs that like stand on the ground you know 
it says you know watch for or they have like a sign like a sign that clearly they had bought and like for the purpose of always bringing out whenever it's icy out because like the ice will build up on the windows and then when the sun hits it it'll melt all the ice up top and then it'll either slide down or just fall off the glass you know um all right cr says would the nike zoom x invincible be suitable for easy runs about approximately seven minutes per kilometer currently doing some one hour runs but working towards two hour runs what about the new balance 880 version 10 for the same thing thanks i think both would be great i really like the new balance 880 version 10 i feel like um well i don't i don't know about the 10. i have the version 11 and i, I am really loving it um which is a surprise to me because it has a lot of kind of like features that like on paper i'm like i don't know that i'm gonna like this one but i end up really liking it it seems like uh no frills gets a business just running shoe you know for those like easy runs putting in long miles getting in from your normal run to like i'm looking to push it longer perfect use for it i think the zoom x invincible is also a great shoe for that the ten, the the 880 is gonna feel kind of more like an asics that's kind of like what i feel like if new balance made an asics it'd be the 880 version 11 is the one that i have i think the 880 version 10 isn't that different so that's kind of how i feel about it but i also feel like it does it in a way they like new balance makes an old school a6 shoe more than i like a6 making an old school a6 shoe does that make sense so i, I do like that one quite a bit um the zoom x invincible is a shoe that i don't know like the more i talk about it the less i can kind of the more i run in it i mean the less i feel like i have like kind of like a coherent way of, of explaining it it just feels like a, a shoe that i've put on and i can just run it's a, it's a nice like thoughtless shoe i don't have to think about it you just put it on you can run for a really long time so i do i do really like about that like that about it um you know i just feel like it soaks up a lot of that road impact you know it it, it disconnects you from the ground a little bit so like if you really like road feel if you like feeling low to the ground i mean neither of those shoes is going to be great so that's one thing but like it's not super squishy you're not thinking about how soft and squishy it is you don't feel anything magical you don't feel like you're rolling too much you don't feel anything you just feel like you're running and then your mind tends to wander when you're in it just because you're not thinking about like the shoe it's just really good it's really it's really amazing all right louis becerra is here says yo what's going on late but made it better late than never louis good to see you simon n is here now as well and Albert says, looking forward to another snowy run in Vancouver after the live stream. All right. Well, hope you have a good one. Be safe out there, Albert. And Mary says, what do you think about the New Balance version 11s? I just got them in last night. I'll be filming them. I guess shoot some B-roll of it tonight. And then I'll probably run in on Tuesday. Um, and then um, the video will probably come out maybe Thursday or so. So it'll give me a couple of days. Um, but... So, I mean, I, I don't know too much about it. I looked at it. You know, I opened the box, took a look at the shoe. Uh, first impressions, uh, it just in the box without even putting the shoe on, is it seems like it's like streamlined quite a bit from the version 10. Now, I know that New Balance says, like, it's not, like, uh, a big revolution. It's just an evolutionary iteration on the, sh on 